And welcome back to another episode of On My Groom, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Ronnie Boyd. I'm your other co-host, Melanie Mitchell, and we're here. Yeah, this man. Week we're and back. I just want to take a time this time real, real quick. Shout out all our supporters, man. Like, every week, Melanie and I are touched by, you know, different comments and stuff. Like, hey, man, you know, it's a good episode. Or, yes. you know, y'all laugh at stuff. Y'all like it. Y'all comment. We appreciate all that. So, you know, just keep up, um, you know, keep sticking with us and um yeah thank you for rocking with us you know we we work in progress rome wasn't built in a day but we we get it together yeah and we got some we got some big plans for 20 i don't want we got some we have some improvements and stuff coming in 2017 so we're excited yeah we're, we're growing by the day also thank you to everyone all my fam ewans who i saw this weekend who said they listened to my podcast or they checked it out even if y'all don't even know what a podcast is and you just watch the one minute clips i put on <laughs> on instagram <laughs> that's a start so thank you for um watching those uh, I really, really appreciate the support, though, for real. And um, just keep on listening. Share the link. Repost it. Retweet something. Tell a friend. So email, yeah. tweet us, DM us. Like, well, if you, if there's something, there one young lady she sent me a DM, and you know I told her like we have some episodes planned out already, but we'll try to get to the subject matter she wanted to cover. So okay, good. See, we working. We we growing. We growing as a podcast. Right. So we not big enough yet to ignore y'all. Exactly, because it's just sitting. It's gonna be the only message sitting right there. Right, so right. right. Really We'd be, be excited. Um. So yeah. So um. Last week's uh, episode was homecoming season. Yep. And yep. Melanie, you actually went to your homecoming. I'm back. Your um, voices. It was a little more hoarse earlier. Yeah, I. You know, I got my little water going. So you know, we doing we doing a little better. And uh, <laughs> I, I had a great time. My weave was a hit. You know, I I named my weave Naomi because I just felt like you know Naomi you Campbell. Can't. Channel. Just channeling just my inner, just bad B. Um, I had a great time. Actually, I want to call a mix between Naomi and China. So like Naomi China, like between bad B and just like China be having that like stripper goals. You know? Oh, okay, stripper. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's like stripper lanes. It definitely. No, no, no. Definitely stripper and I was lanes. Walking definitely around, not. I'm just like I was at Set Friday. You know, the locals always come out for like the public. You know, Set Friday. Right, whatever they can. <laughs> and um, you know, all the hood niggas just kept on with little Mama. Hey, what's your name? I'm just like, why do y'all keep on talking to me? Like what? And I was like, it's my weave. Mm-hmm. Is my weave like every like time nobody I get super long? Weave. <laughs> like, if I had like a bob or something like a, a modest twelve inch, they would have left me alone. But because I had this holla at me hood nigga length hair, they've all just been flocking. Because your weave flowing down to your butt, they looking at your butt. They was like, it was like it's one easy transition. Niggas, mm. weave butt. It just went to weave to butt. Mm. And uh, you know, I, I should learn my lesson like two, three years ago. No, it was two years ago. I had some even long weave, like twenty six inches. And I was in the Childish. club, and this hood nigga was just like all like by me. I was just like, because I don't really like hood niggas like that. Right, I, just, right. I just need like a dash of hood, not all the way hood. <laughs> you need a ghost. And, and the photographer was there. He took a picture, and it was literally like smiling through the paint. I was just like, <laughs> like that picture of uh, Michelle Williams with a. It, no, even even worse. It was like the little girl with Donald Trump. Oh man, that's how I looked in that picture with that hood nigga because I was afraid. Yeah. I was afraid. I'm not about that. Like I told y'all several times. Okay, you want to get sick yeah. for homecoming? No, man, I'd be so upset. I'd be out there just be coughing out there on, on damn I I be at uh at tailgate. I'm good, bro. I'm good, yeah, bro. Nah, Play I'm who cool. you with? We good. We good. We good. Nah, I'm not. I'm not sick, y'all. I don't. With y'all, it's just a little sneeze. Um, but we good. Um, so yeah, the hood nigga was just only that was only. You know, down part about my weave. Everything right. else is good. You know, curl straight. Did, my uh, leave out only acted out one day, and it was just okay. like a. It was you know, just every, every other day. It was good though. It was okay. just that one instance. But did just, you get you get any fights from the men you took? Or you know, I snatched ret- everyone's dude. Like Everybody's nigga was took. Um, I returned. I think all of them. Okay. I tweeted this earlier, but if you're listening and I have not returned your nigga, please contact me. Right, right, um, right. I I do not want to keep them. I'm just letting you know. Right, just got to right, get right. rid of them. Right, right, right. Um, no, no, no. Just... You know, they were snatched. Uh, you know. Yeah, it was just, it was a beautiful experience. My outfits were really cute. They came out the way I imagined them to. You know, they exceeded expectations. <laughs> I didn't reach my, like, Instagram, like, goal for the weekend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, but hey, it's it's life. Now, it's life. you tweeted your, your homecoming was literally a, a movie. Mm-hmm. Is there any scene from that movie you can share with the listeners? Because they want to know. Oh, okay. Is it, is it too fresh? I'm trying to think of what, like, I'm trying to think of, like, think of my, my weekend, like, what was, like, the funniest part. Um, losing my phone was hilarious. It was really on some, like, hangover stuff because I woke up, like, where's my phone? Like, it was on some, you know how they was looking for the... Doug. They were looking for Doug. Like, my phone was Doug. Mm-hmm. And, like, my night, my... My Thursday to Friday, like from the step show to Chillmatic to the next morning, 
So like the date party was like, it was like a movie. It was like the movie Hangover, but like y'all running over the city, trying to find my phone. I used to find my iPhone. And it worked. Turns out my last sister had my phone. It was in her <laughs> car, and like I, I was walking up and down the street barefoot in my outfit from the night before, trying to find my. Ooh, phone. It was just a lot. Yeah, looking like yesterday, trying to find my phone. All the hood dudes, hey, little mama, little mama with no phone. I, I don't have no phone. Leave you alone to find nah, my phone. I buy you some shoes. Yeah, Come it was on. like a movie. Like, I'm going to get real literary term with y'all, real Georgia high school graduation test on y'all. But uh, it was it started, my day was like in media rest. You know how like hangover started and yeah. it was like in the middle of the movie. And yeah. then it, it wrapped back around. Mm-hmm. That's how my weekend was. So okay. it was just really hilarious. It was it was, it was a movie. Um the the tailgate at the frat house was lit. Um, the Kappa house was lit too. It was like old people, like uncle lit. Okay. It was like a couple of young ones, but it was like more so like my uncle Zip and like his people. Like, oh, okay, this okay. Mitch daughter type lit. Right. Um, but yeah, they opened the house back up and it's so nice. It's like it's not even a house. I think house is like a an understatement for the Kappa house. It's more like a complex. It's really really big. Really. It's like huge. So like what the chapter owns it. Yeah, the chapter owns it. The chapter like it's like the same house my dad lived in. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw your little tribute picture. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, I tried to redo it. It was just too many people on the steps for me to do it yeah. the exact way. You needed some tighter, like old. School I needed. Shorts. Yeah, my dad on some like coochie cutter. They were white. <laughs> Anything like a white. Yeah, bucket that's how the seventies was. Though. Like hey. you just know, if, if somebody wore them shorts today, they'd be like, "Bro, what you doing?" But in the seventies, that was standard. Yeah, it's like, bro, why you got your drawers on? <laughs> yeah, like that. Like booty shorts is in for niggas back in the seventies, seventy five ish. But yeah, like I'm actually older than my dad was in that picture, which is cool because he pledged to eighteen. But, wow. um, yeah, it was sweet to go back and, like, be in the house. Because it's always been there, but they just, like, got it back and we, we like, redid it. And it was, like, really, really nice now. Mm. But, um, yeah, the tailgate was super lit. Like, it was hella people out there. It's better new? Yeah, better news t- tailgate because they new. always lit. Like, and then we walked. It was a lot of walking, but it wasn't bad because the weather was really nice. Like, it's a nice time to have homecoming because it's not hot anymore, but it's not cold. So, you don't need a jacket. You know, but you're so not going to be sweating and, like, feeling like outside. It must be so funny in, in my circles, you know, we're preparing for our homecoming. And when homecoming was announced, it's at the end of October. And so we're like, bitch, it's going to be chilly. So everybody had like these, you know, like outfits, like prepare for cold. Because of global warming, it was 81 degrees today. Yeah. And everybody's panicking like, dog, my tailgate fit ain't right. Because I'm going to be out there dehydrated if I wear <laughs> what I plan to wear. Check the weather. Because I was watching the news, which is weird because I don't watch the news, but it was like, it's, it's going to like really turn up. With the temperature, like turn up as in turn down. Okay. So it's going to get cold, like quick, as okay. in tonight. So you might be straight for tailgate Bring with the both. temperature. So be ready. It was good because we were in Florida, but like Tallahassee is really like North Georgia. My voice is so ugly. You mean South Georgia? I mean, yeah, South Georgia. I'm sorry. It's really like South Georgia. So it really has like more seasons than as it would be in Miami, but it's usually like a thousand degrees. So we did good and uh, we walked. Uh, we walked from like behind the stadium to like. To the Benjamin for house, then back to the stadium. Then it was, we was walking a lot, but yeah. it really wasn't bad because it was just wasn't hot. So yeah. as long as it's not hot, I'm you fine. Was chilling. Yeah. We um, was chilling the game town. was lit. Um, Y'all won. We won. Hey. We were so late to the game, fooling up with the tailgate. That's really the main event. We just main event is, is, is tailgate halftime. Stick around maybe for a little bit of the third quarter, and then go to the vendors and go to song fest. Like that's that's how the Saturday goes. Okay. So yeah, we caught like. Uh, I miss most of halftime, honestly. I just caught the end part. Like, family has a thing they call it. They do, like, the death march. They bring in the old heads, and everybody, like, marches together. Mm-hmm. So that was sweet. Um, parties were lit. Parties were super lit. Um, day party was nice. My feet hurt really, really You get into any sections? Oh, you, I sent you the stuff. I didn't tell you the oh, section. No, no, nah, nah, you honestly, did, you did. I, and I was I, like, I didn't know if you paid for it. Yeah, of course, I should have known. I should have known. Yeah, I was actually, like, VIP section life all weekend. And, like, okay. That's just how life goes. Like, you know, the stage is basically kind of a section in one, one particular club I was at twice this weekend. It's just, like, everybody can't just get on the stage. So, yeah, that was, like, lit. I got my way into the section. Of, see, I got to be messing up my deals for next year. Hopefully nobody's <laughs> going to I heard your podcast. Don't get in the section. Don't let her in. <laughs> she thinks she's somebody. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I have a section. Um, Were yeah, you pleased my with the, a section. The, uh, the men's drink selection? Um... When we was at Lush. It was an open bar party. They had Douce. Can't go wrong with Douce. Even though it was like really strong. It was like a lot. Nah, you really got to like drink. Duce but the open bar, bar party was Lush. That was pretty lit. Um, they ran out of Crown Apple at the bar. Heartbroken. Do you know how hurt I was like, can yeah. I get a Crown Apple and Coke? Oh, we ran out. <laughs> okay. Well, what y'all doing in there? We don't even need <laughs> Y'all man's wearing clothes. <laughs> but, um, Did you see Atlanta? 
Yes, I did see a mirror. <laughs> that was hilarious. That, it was out, so mean. When he bought the bar, and they was like, well, everybody, everybody better going. go home. And he left after he bought the bar. Then the girl at the end was so mean, because she was like, I mean, I can give my Instagram. I have a boyfriend anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I would do. Something I currently do. But, um... Yeah, the, the bottle selections were good. Hey, you want a drink? Sure. I was pacing myself. I went too hard, you know, the first first lap. So like, you, my second. you over you under you overestimated yourself. You're like, <laughs> I still get it. I still get but it. But what always does it is champagne. Champagne is like it tastes like juice, so you just drink it. Oh, true, true, true. And then you look up, and it's like two days later, and it was just like, wait a minute, <laughs> what what happened? <laughs> you, um, next thing you know, you're outside barefoot uh, looking, looking for your, your phone. phone. <laughs> like, okay, find my iPhone. Right. Was Last right night outfit here. with. <laughs> Hey, but this I made it through weave. With my stripper weave. And my weave's been, that's really the star of the weekend is my weave, honestly. I couldn't have done it without her. Mm. Like, I just like shout out to um, Jairus and Venom Hair Imports for my 20, my 18, 20, 22 inch Peruvian wavy. Um, it's very nice. So make sure you guys follow Venom Hair Imports on um, Instagram. Shout out to Lindsay for putting it in. Um... Yeah, shout out to um, stop looking at my house. Like, <laughs> I just feel like I, now I feel like it's a person of its own. It's like Melanie's mm-hmm. here, but then we have yeah, her she weave. really ate it. I would like to um, thank Anytime Fitness, the gym, for keeping me together for the most part of my snatches. I it's just feel like I can't do anything with my thickness right now, so I just may as well make the thickness look good. And that's what I did. I worked with that, and you're hating. You know, I hope no underclassman looks at you and says that they don't make them like this no more. <laughs> I hope. He look like every boy on this <laughs> campus. Oh, stupid sad. I see ain't nothing changed with Aro looking <laughs> just the same. I hope that's what happened this weekend since you're going to hate on me and my um, homecoming glow. But no, it felt good to come back and see everybody. That's really the point of homecoming is to just enjoy the people who you enjoyed when you were in school and just see everybody. It was like no bad blood. People who I didn't like, you know, it wasn't like no. Oh, you matured. Oh, like yeah. I mean, not even just mature, just like everybody just having a good time, bro. Ain't nobody really worried about like, uh-huh. you know, nobody. It really tripping. no parties were shut shut down because of fights. Like not one fight. Mm. I heard even top flight is the main place that has most fights because it's so small and so congested. There were no fights. I'm just like it was just a great homecoming. Shout You're out proud. to SGA. It was a really really good homecoming. Just period. So yeah, and I'm excited. I'm gonna be at Spell House homecoming. You okay. know, I'm gonna be at the tailgate. I heard y'all bought out the um, aquarium, but that's sold out. So hope y'all uh, and the beluga whales have a good time this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, I'll be in that about that section life there, you know. Oh, y'all got a section of the aquarium where y'all at the penguins, like um we're at the uh So are the animals the gonna be like whites. up? Like how does that no, work? No, I don't in all honesty, I like if you think about how the aquarium's set up, there's no way to have a party with, with the seagulls and with the, you know, like the whale the just here. Thing. What's it called? <laughs> the stingray. I think I think there are a selection of sections that are by one tank. The whatever tank we're near, mm-hmm. I think that's there's like a, a selection of sections that are over there, and then the rest of us are just kind of like you know, cause like be, dealing with like drunk niggas, like I feel like one of y'all would put like some rose in the fish tank, and then like all one the, you the can't marine, like oh well yeah <laughs> I I'm pretty sure like the like you can't put anything into the you no won't you know be how able, like like um, the whale shark like hey dog here's a corn dog. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, you want a shot at it? Right, <laughs> like, right. Hey, get, throw some Hennessy. <laughs> throw some Hennessy to the sharks. But I was thinking, you've seen, probably not, you've seen Finding Dory? No, I haven't. But it's like a scene, like, you know, like when they have the little kids. Like, you oh, you're the starfish? Them. And you yeah, can you touch, them. touch them. Like, I feel like somebody's going to, like, pass the blunt mm. to the starfish. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and have all, the, like, the little animals. Maybe just how my mind thinks. That's lit, though. Like, I feel like if FAMU was in Atlanta, like, the city would not be, like, we just turn up so different. We work with what we got in Tallahassee. Yeah. We got much. But if we had a city like Atlanta, it'd be so lit. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be there. You know, I went. I went in 2013 to y'all homecoming. It was all right. It was like scrape. But I was really when we were on campus. We were on Clark campus. We was on the promenade. Okay, that's where you messed up. But it wasn't nothing on. We walked through because we went to y'all first. Then we went to Well, I guess it really like you. I mean, you really gotta go have a tent. You go to. On on Friday, like during the day. No, no, no. In the school, that's where we went. Oh, no, we, went, we was at y'all tailgate. I'm like that Friday we came in like ready to stroll and be in the. Oh, stuff. y'all have to go to Spelman, and that's from two to five. I feel like we walked through there though, and we that's how we ended up at Clark because one nothing at Spelman because it's right there. What were y'all wearing? We had on camo, looking like some little cute dogs. We I think I saw y'all. Yeah. I'm like, oh, lame. Where them cats come from, dog? They ain't no. Everybody went up for it. Because, like, everybody's so pristine. And it was like, came in, like, boots and camo. Like, what's up? I'm like, Showing our heart. We was killing. And our hair was like, it was cute. Oh, for yeah. 2013, we was like, oh, doing young it. Young mom. <laughs> we 
was cute. I, I, that was fun. Okay, well, that's enough about homecoming. You know, um, people really hate on us. Like, well, I, we talked about it last week. I just you know, like want to make sure we progress for our listeners, so they're not sitting here like, ah, oh, we get it, get it. You know, no, because no. some of them may <laughs> not have gone to HBCU and get this. Experience. That is true. That is very true. But you know. You can still you can still get that experience at a homecoming even if you go to a PWI. Not saying that you have an HP experience at a PWI. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Like if you go to FSU, you can go across the tracks and get your you know mm-hmm. HBCU life. But um, so this episode is gonna be a little different. We're just gonna talk about current events. We don't have no real topic. We just gonna sit yeah. here and yep. talk about what's going on. What's going on in the world? Um. First up. What you wanna talk about first? I mean, it's it's on you. Um, we'll do Jay Z and Kanye. Okay, we can talk about that. Um, Kanye got mad and went on one of his Kanye rants at his concert at how um, they kids ain't had no play dates and he ain't called to check up on them and come to the house since Kim had her robbery. I thought I thought he he was upset because Jay Z called but he didn't come by the house. It was something like that. Either way, yeah. Who cares? I mean, honestly, they clearly ain't really here for Kim anyway. But if he called, that's really good. I didn't read the full story, but I was just like, it's Kanye being Kanye, and Jay Z really don't care for that lady to begin with, and he don't want her kid around his kid around their kid. I don't know. Like, I, I if if it's my man's, like, I'm gonna I'm go check on you. Like, I, I don't yeah. even if I don't care for your wife, I care for you, and I know what that as a man stresses you. But yeah. they're dealing with a lot of different things. Like, there's. They have millions and billions, you know, almost billions of dollars that they have to worry about. And I don't. So I, I have time to go over mm-hmm. and be like, hey, man, how's your wife doing? Maybe Jay-Z don't have the time. Yeah. And then, yeah, you don't really know their life. I guess Kanye would know their life, of course, better than I would. But um, I don't know. Maybe because I'm not really here for Kim Kardashian, but I feel, I do feel bad for her with her whole situation. I, think, mm. I don't wish that on anybody. So you know, maybe he had intentions. She's or maybe, a mother. Like as I don't like as a mother, you, you feel for somebody who goes through something like right. wild like that. And maybe like be that. like, well, I would go over there, but clearly y'all security ain't ain't about nothing, <laughs> and y'all ain't about to have me on the news. So I mean, I'm gonna call you. We can Facetime and see how the house looks. I'm gonna wait till y'all get secure over there. I mean, they've I'm always gonna... had security issues. Like they've had weird people in their house and their neighborhood. Right. And all Beyonce needs is Julius. Like Julius don't nothing get past Julius. Like no, no, no. He, like Julius don't play. Not nary a game when it comes to Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. So I mean, Beyonce gonna be good because Julius got her. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess their relationship really hasn't been the same. I honestly feel like it's because of Kim, and you know they're like the opposite. Kim wants to, you know, Snapchat and well used to want to Snapchat and you know post everything about their life. And Beyonce and Jay Z are very, very private people. So that's probably why you know we, Kanye, we gonna let you be happy. It's you, that's your wife. You love her. But we just gonna take a step back, you know. What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we used to be my dog, but we just not. Gonna as be, for me and my house, as for me and my house, we gonna mind our business, <laughs> and you know. So that's unfortunate though. Yeah. It's just sad because you know they was like the throne and had their own little. It's never been watched the throne too, but yeah, you know with Jay Z and Kanye, you know, Kanye saying they'll never be watched the throne too. There's another joint collab album that's coming out, mm-hmm. and and I think. I think maybe it's maybe it's what the streets need and they don't know they need. What streets? Because all, if you're going, where corp- I think you're going. The, all the streets. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy coming out with a collab album tomorrow, Tuesday. So that's today. When if you listen, to yeah, this. when so you listen to this. So as we speak, there's a collaboration album with Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Yes, sir. Um. Soulja Boy has blocked me on Twitter for the past six years. So until what he unblocks me, I have nothing. I honestly search my name and his name to see what what did I say to DeAndre Wade to make him want to block me. Yeah. And I've said some, you know, outlandish things. I'm not very proud of the things I said <laughs> in 2010. <laughs> did you, know? you add him? Of course I did. I was I've never been Twitter thug. <laughs> I've never Look been at you shame. Twitter fingers. <laughs> Twitter fingers. I've been Twitter fingers though. I mean How um, old were you in 2010? Like 16. At him, just. Mm, I think mm, it was like mm. the whole cat stacks thing, and I felt like that was the last tweet. I think that he was like, he just saw cat stacks and just like block. I blocked by a number of celebrities. I'm blocked by like Keisha Cole, Bobby Valentino, K Michelle, uh, Santa Rose, Joe Button. Like, <laughs> just like, what did I do? I can <laughs> see, I can see you being blocked by all those people. <laughs> I really slowed down about Twitter. That's when I was like deep in celebrity Twitter. Uh, and um, <laughs> what, what? Nothing. nothing. It, yeah. Never mind. Good. <laughs> okay. We just had a weird interaction on camera, so like it's cool. Yeah. We, we we y'all won't it. hear anything, but yeah. Good. Yeah, he's weird, but um, yeah, like uh, I've slowed down on my Twitter, 
you know, just more, you know, true about my life and experiences and like my podcast. So I don't really be adding celebrities no more. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm past that. But back to this album. Um, I just feel like we got Marco Polo in 2008 from them, and I feel like that was mm-hmm. enough. Like we had that one. That was iconic, the time to. to the girl forehead was on my abs. That's what the people needed at the time. It was. Didn't they do Gucci Bandana too, or that was just Soldier Boy? Gucci Bandana was um that was Shawty Long, wasn't it? On nah, the, Gucci on Bandana. No, I know Gucci, Gucci Bandana. Gucci. It was Soldier Boy. Like, no, I know that was Soldier Boy. I feel like that was Shawty Long. That it might have been. Yeah, I don't think Bow Wow was on Gucci Bandana, but Gucci Bandana was a hit. I feel like they, but Marco Polo was good. I don't mm. know. They may have had one other song. And then they had their beef. Remember they beef <laughs> via YouTube? That's when like YouTube beefs were big, right? Because you there was no other meeting to post videos. Like like you posted on YouTube and MySpace. Like from the most posted video on YouTube on MySpace as well. And then I was like big. But uh, I feel like the people... You done messed up, came up... <laughs> ain't really... Tripped up on some trouble, man. Like, I ain't had to do this. I ain't want to do, like... Right. like Your career finna uh, be caskets. Bow Wow, I mean, Shad, whatever you want to be called. With his goons. You're my height. Like, what are we going to do with that, Bow Wow? Like, he, had, he had goons with him, though. Like, I would I would actually buy dance tapes from Bow Wow's daughter and, and over his album. Like, she's adorable. She's like, oh, okay, okay. That I watch all her dance videos. Like, oh, that he be posting. I'd do that. And I would not buy his album. Like I'd rather if he released that tomorrow, I might be in Best Buy. Like, I was okay, a little confused because Bauer retired from rapping. And he said and he, he said he was leaving. We he were said he that. had one more album that was gonna be executive produced by Snoop Dogg. Maybe this is it. Maybe it was like you know. Mm, no, nah, I doubt Snoop Dogg had any hand in this. I doubt Jermaine Dupree was in, anywhere near this project. But we'll see. I just feel I think like... it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be some ratchet turned up hits on here. Just uh, like one or two, because Soldier Boy is really good for him. But you know, Soldier Boy. Is a very smart man. I'll give him that. But Soulja Boy ain't really had a hit that we really out here rocking to since like Zan with that lean. That was like high school. <laughs> I remember listening to that in the auditorium. I was like, oh, y'all heard a new Soulja Boy? Like he gave us Turn My Swag on. Soulja Boy, tell him. Oh. Pretty Boy Swag? Pretty Boy Swag. Have hits. Um, and we're good. We're he good produced on one Boy. of Nicki Minaj's joints. And, and that was my next point. He's good behind the scenes. He actually has writing credits on um, Hold Up with Beyonce. Oh, that's because... Uh, yeah. And we swear. can do, do whatever... Put your name in the credits or whatever you want, but we don't need to hear or see you anymore, Soulja Boy. I think there's some more left in him. I think I think I he don't. had to get rid of these a few toxic women around him. And he didn't want the ratchet things affecting... You over here leaving, leaving, loving hip-hop because you don't want to you know hurt your brand because it's too ratchet. And then you're making a joint album with... Freaking Bow Wow. Bow Wow's not ratchet. Dog, don't. Gotta get you out of my system. These are hits. You're naming hits. But I need something in the double digit 2000s that are hits. No, those were double digits. I think think that was double. I think that was was after him and Angela or him and Sierra broke up. That was like 2008. I really wish we could Google this because I like being right. I think that was 2010. Out of my system was. We're gonna Google. We we're going to Google. You know to the how Google. I know it was in it was like 0809 because T Pain was on the hook. Yeah. And T Pain ain't done much since Death Auditor. Because after Death Auditor, he was like, I'm gonna chill for a second. He was like, so we And so I'ma come back. I'ma come back. Um because mm. I'm looking good because I also like being right because I usually am. Um out of my system. You know what you do to me. Do to me. Okay, out of my system. Search web. We're we're finding out what year did it come out. Come on, let me down, Google. Cause I remember watching the video and everything. Yeah, it was on 106 and Park. It was it was huge. This is on the Price of Fame, which came out in 2007. By the way, just just Dang. letting you know, so you now owe me a dollar. Uh, uh right. just off GP. Honestly, What's, what has Bow Wow released in 2010? Yeah, this was released February 13th, 2007, and I was in eighth grade at the time. Wow. So it was definitely not in 2010. I mean, we can look up his discography and see what hits he's had. Just I just need one from 2010 or or, or recent or more recent. Okay, we can we can do this discography. Um, Price of Fame came out two thousand six. He had an album in two thousand nine called New Jack City. He hasn't come out with an album since then. Okay, well, so he hasn't had any double digit hits. It's been yeah, it's been New Jack seven. City two. What is what even was on this? Let's see. Yeah, nobody remembers that joint. Singles. Uh, you oh you can get it all. Okay, I remember that. Ooh, in the first minute, walking around like you can again. get it all. So I can get I can do that. Okay. Marco Polo is the promo single. We remember that. Okay. okay. Uh yeah, don't know the rest of these. Rock the mic. Mm. Oh, Johnson Austin was on that. Um was on that hook. So who knows? But Bow Wow, you know he did give us a strong joint album with Face Off with Omarion. That was Hits. That was a... Hits. Jump up, jump up, jump yeah. up, jump up. 
off. I thought it was face off. Mm-hmm. Come on. You scared? The song jump off. <laughs> oh, what? Because the album was face off. The album was face off. But I do remember. Jump off. They yeah. had the BT. I remember the, the road to it, the BT show, like the oh, road okay. to face off. And then they had like that one scene. Because we hadn't seen Chris Brown in a while. And it was like sharing that Cinnabon in the mall. And I was like, oh my God, Chris, it's all fine. Like, that's what BT Wait, like, two dudes were sharing a Cinnabon in See, you know, you just made it a thing. You didn't have to make it that. Like, you didn't have to <laughs> go there with it. I was just, I wasn't clear. They like, was like sharing a Cinnabon or something. I remember it was like, oh, let me have a piece. Like, you don't share with oh, your friends. Oh, like, okay. They weren't just like. Here, no, the tramp slurping no, no, no. What I envisioned in my mind was like two homeboys, like with forks, like just grabbing in the same. I mean, they, I'm sure they could afford, like especially in 2007, everybody had money then. That's before That's, like Omarion yeah. cut his braids off, so he, like he had money. Face off, face off. What was another song they had off that album? Oh, man, let mm, look up. I got Google right here. Um, it was hits on Face Off. Like if he gives us a Face Off, then I'll be okay. If Obama and Omarion made a joint album, I'd be more inclined to. Buy I it. remember some like because this is when MySpace was big. Somebody yeah. and I remember like looking on Bow Wow's MySpace, like and thinking, and somebody commented like, "You only doing an album with Omarion because Chris Brown dissed you and he didn't want to do no whole album with you, so you did a whole album with Omarion." The people wouldn't really like. I feel like I wouldn't have went up for that, but Shawty like mine was a hit too. Sure. Oh, what? it was it was my MySpace like, song. Uh, uh, it was like a MySpace video thing. Yeah, like, no, no, no. It was like it. It was a yeah. Because I wasn't allowed no. to have MySpace, so I had to like tiptoe around like MySpacey things. Yeah, and it was just like. I was on the Chris Brown World website. That was like where I used, I used to be on fan sites growing up because that's all I was really allowed to have. <laughs> but that's okay. But that was it. I remember like Chris Brown's website had just like redone. It was like a notebook, like right before Exclusive came out. Oh. I remember like going to the store and getting CDs and like listening to them on the way home. Like, that's oh, yeah, yeah. I remember just... the first time I bought an unedited CD. I was 16. Mm. It was T.I.'s Paper Trail. <laughs> that came in like 08, friend. I was 16. Oh, I guess, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But I mean, because that was the, like... Paper Trail was a good album. Because anytime... Paper Trail had the hits. It was like, I'm going to jail, but I'm going to give you all some hits. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, oh, my life. Man. Yeah, um, Live My Life. Oh, um, Swagger Like Us. What? No, no, no. No, no, no. That, that album was a hit. Yeah. That was it. Like, that was a great album. We were getting good music back in the day, but that was the first unedited album oh, I bought words. because... I was able to go drive myself to the store. Didn't have my mom there to check on like what version I grabbed. He was like, you know, I'm gonna get the nasty version. Yeah, I want to hear some curse words. I'm 16 years old, and gosh darn it, right? I'll be golly if I don't hear some more cursing (laughs) on my song. Right. I remember the first time. Well, the first CD I got, my auntie bought me a pink boombox, which I still have for some reason. Not like I use it or anything, but she bought me a pink boombox with a little Romeo CD for Christmas. I was so excited. And I would listen to it on loud. I only had that CD, and then I got like the Proud Family soundtrack. Oh yeah! Remember when Dizzy would bring the soundtrack to the song, like songs they play? I you couldn't tell me nothing. I would listen my, to it my ear next to it because I didn't have no headphones. And that's all I had was just like a boombox. <laughs> like, it was good. So funny. And no, the first time I heard Chris Brown's um, that's album changed my life. Chris Brown's exclusive because it was my CD. The first Chris Brown's album we sisters. bought with my sisters, but this right. one was mine. Okay, like, this, this is my yes, CD. Yours. This is to Wow, me. I didn't even think about that. And I got the wait. Walmart DVD pack. Because, uh, yeah, the, the tall joint. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, wait. So back in the day, like, would you, like, only one sister buy the CD and would y'all burn copies or? Well, when Chris Brown's first album came out, Melissa, oh, five. Monique was, yeah, Monique was a senior in high school and I was like okay. in seventh grade. So it was like, okay, she older, she'll get the CD. But like, we shared a room so I would be able to listen to it too. Like, I remember track six was Your Man Ain't Me. Like, we knew. Yeah, man. Remember, like, knowing track me. numbers was Oh, yeah, like, no, no, no. You knew. Turn to track number four. Like, you knew titles. You no, knew like, track titles track and numbers. I can tell you exclusives. Like track one was throw, track two was kiss kiss, track okay. three was um take you down. When I take first time I heard you take down. you down, I remember where we were leaving Walmart on yeah. Panola. We were driving off Brown's Mill, turning on Snap Finger, take you down. I'm sitting back like I had never thought about like sex at all until I heard this. I'm like, sex is a thing. And I, <laughs> Chris Brown be doing I'm, it. I'm gonna do it at one point. And I think <laughs> I want to do it with Chris Brown. That's like the first <laughs> thought in my head that was sexual. Track four was with you. Track five was I'm I'm losing it now, but I just I remember right. You used to yeah. No no no. Track numbers I got. You be like nah, skip that joint, skip that one. I don't like no. Skip track four. I'm gonna go to track five. Then go back. You know, go to track ten. Then return. Sometimes you would challenge yourself and you put it on shuffle and be like ah this that one. Shuffle when shuffle came, I was like you could just listen to whatever in any kind of order. Yeah yeah. What what kind of technology 
is this? Oh man, I just um, and everybody in their room. Like if you were a teenager, you had to have like a CD stereo stereo system to blast it. Yeah, like I had my I bought one. I got one for Christmas. I had one speaker on this bookshelf of the bed, the other one on this one, and my subwoofer under my bed, <laughs> so that I'd be like boom. All you know. the sec- secular music just coming about <laughs> just, the ground. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. Face off, by the way. Okay. It had girlfriend. Remember that? Yep. That's my girlfriend. Uh, nah. Shawty, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, 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 uh. I'm going to go listen to this after this. <laughs> no, I kind of really want to listen to this, too. But we might be going to talk about Omarion. Like, Omarion, I forgot who Omarion was for a second. Like, Omarion is Omarion. Nah, what? You, we, oh. we really got to respect Omarion. Because there, there was, and I saw this on Twitter. Somebody was like, yo, Marion, why isn't MMG? Uh, somebody was talking about MMG and how, and their artists. Mm-hmm. And something about, um, it was like, Omarion and the big the dude with the dreads and how, like, MMG wasn't really pushing their music. And, right. he, and Omarion basically tweeted, like, no disrespect to my label mates. I am a multi-platinum artist. Like, I do deserve. He's, He's probably sold more than anybody else at MMG. Like, Oh, yeah. He he deserves to have proper funding and mm-hmm. exposure for his projects. It's a like, I feel like we forgot. Because, like, that that stage from, like, 08 to, like, 11, 12-ish, we forgot who Omarion was. This is this is Omarion. This is this is David. You know what I'm saying? This is David and Elgin <laughs> David. Like, we forget about but you guys. We, we forget about. Uh, 15 Cent. Uh, touch Omarion. Who can do that in Timbaland's? Point me to somebody else other than Chris Brown who can do that in Timbaland's. Maybe Bro, Usher. if you were not in your house going on some like, doom, 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 touch. Boom, if, you, boom, if you was a girl, you wasn't. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't hate that girl, because I remember he brought the girl from the video to the screen for her because I was there. I'm like, that's the girl from the video. I hate her so much. Like, she always with my man. And now she's like dancing for Beyonce and stuff. Like, she's a really big deal in dance world. But like, that's what's up. She's like, you you had to want to be her. Right. Like, Omarion. Oh, baby, if you by the hate way. Jennifer Freeman for being in all the videos with the storyline all connected for the Pandemonium album. Like, Pandemonium. I actually had Omarion's 21 what? album. Because it was good. Entourage. Icebox. Icebox alone. I got this ice With Solange box. in the video and the, the dinner table. And the, come on, man. What, what was one more track on there? 21 was good. Oh, always like, always going to be old, but 20, I mean, 21 was... Midnight. Midnight's my favorite Yeah, Midnight. Album. Midnight. <laughs> I was caught up. It's hey. like I couldn't help myself. Nine o'clock, I called it. <laughs> and you going to make me... Look, Melanie and I are about to go sit and listen to it. I think some middle schoolers back here. Oh man, I mean, but you gotta recognize. So you know what? Now that we had this conversation, I feel like I would be more inclined to buy a Face Up album than a you know a Dre and Shad album. Yeah. But Soldier Boy did have hits too. Soldier Boy is messed up. All the Soldier, majority of Soldier Boy's first album we had received for free on MySpace, mm-hmm. but they were still hits. No, remember? Because I was an A Rap fan. You know, I've always had my light skin thing. But this is one video of them doing my Dougie at first got like the original my Dougie, like uh, the ill will my Dougie, not Cali Swag District. Oh yeah, yeah. my Dougie, my Dougie. He's like, we gonna Dougie. do that Dougie, my Dougie, my Dougie. And they like switched out and doing Dougie with like some baggy sweatpants. I had it on my iPod. Remember like having oh, yeah. an iPod with videos and oh, I learned yeah. how to like video iPod. I remember how to like trying to figure out how to rip the videos from YouTube to put in your iPod. What? That and used I had to be that, a whole. I had, Dougie, my Dougie, my Dougie. Oh. My favorite song they had was uh, Throw Some D's on it. Um, Just got my report card. Report card, yeah, because that was like the, the interlude of the Y'all Trick Y'all video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, they, had ball, access, they had an access granted for that video. See, I just feel like music videos have died. They have because music there's no... Music videos need to come back. Because now that we have Worldstar and the internet and we all on our phones, Bebo, there's no... it's really... No, there's no platform. They're not going to understand the feeling of coming home, making sure you're home by six to catch, you know, AJ and Free or like having MTV Jam. You know what I think killed it first? What? It was the DVR. DVR first killed... <laughs> the live... 106 TV. in Park and, and TR, TLR. Yo, it was a big deal to me when uh, 106 TRL. in Park, yeah, lasted longer than TRL. I mean, but TRL was there long before 106 Park was. It was, but then they had to cancel it sooner because it wasn't because they were they were mixing demographics, mm-hmm. and as our demographic got more popular, they were losing kind of their core. Yeah, and, and that was just really a part of the culture. It was just like part of the promo tour because now what do you do to promo your album? You know, what I'm you got to go on the Breakfast Club. Albums have 
That's true. Albums are dying too, and it's not oh, even yeah. like you don't go to the store and buy albums anymore. You know, digital sales, and then even like streaming has really killed it too. Because like Rihanna's album went platinum just because. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. if you listen to it enough, it's gonna go platinum. Well, you don't have to buy it no more. I think streaming, if anything, save is it, saving the little they have left. It is because they before have to this, think of something. Yeah, like we were getting it illegally. And you got to go through all this mess, searching on the internet. So if now I, they're going to money regardless. You're going to pay that $10 for Apple Music regardless every month. Well, Apple's getting their Spotify. music. Spotify. Apple, all the, sure the streaming services are getting their music. The the Then the artists are getting a little Yeah, I know in some type, of, some type of way they divvy the money up to get it to the artist's hand. But, like, it's better than LimeWire. And now we more oh, willing yeah. to pay. Because... Limewire back in the day, like I was so used to my songs Air. being so bootleg and have like AOL music first listen. Oh man, like hey. to the point where every time I listen to Sierra's Promise, I know exactly what the AOL music is supposed to be. Or like, <laughs> no, 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 I would always listen and hear some like oh, uh, unknown DJ, DJ, DJ Nappyhead presents you. It was one drop. It was like with the the Bill Clinton. I have not have sexual relations with that woman. Like on every song, I'm like, who is this DJ <laughs> with this drop? And keeps uploading the music. And why do I keep clicking on it? Right. Right. Or it's like it'd be one Yo, song. Did you, with like, uh, did you ever download a song and it was some unknown rapper rapping on the beat? Like some weird <laughs> remix. It's like, that's not the song. Right. Why would you? You got to shop and make sure that each version is right or trying to get an album. So you got to cross reference and make sure you get every song Man, in the album. I had to go on Wikipedia to make sure I had all of So Far Gone. <laughs> but So Far Gone was free. Why don't you just get it from like that piff? I didn't know at the time. I was still oh, see, on my I knew, line I wire. knew that pit. And then that's when I started, like, once I really started being unsupervised on the internet and, like, got a little bit of freedom. Once I got on Twitter and, like, my different message boards, I was on, like, Chris Brown, like, younglove.net. Like, that's where, and everybody was like, oh, that let's get a so Twitter. Nasty. <laughs> younglove.net? It's a song. Yeah, it just sounds so, like, sound nasty? I just imagine people talking about nasty things on there. I just we don't were all have, teenagers. I don't have much faith in the world. Are you sure everybody was a teenager? I mean, we was all around the same age as Chris Brown at the time who was like 19. It was no dirty perverts on there? No. Oh, I don't know. We would sit there, we'd like write our fan fictions and talk yeah. about our day and stuff. Like, that was big. Fan fiction used to be huge. I don't know. Like, these new kids don't really know about stuff like that. They just too busy, like, jujuing on that beat. Can, can I tell them what I told you a while back? What? So, Melanie apparently was a huge fangirl. And yeah. I I told her she she should write a boy band fiction movie for our generation. The I think way it needs to happen. The way that we like back in the, we had the five heartbeats. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. We need to do like a five heartbeats for like a B five or yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be really I, nice. I, I think you should write it because you were so in that world and writing fan fiction. Honestly, yeah, because that's really what you know, and it's so lame thinking back, but that was really like all I had because I couldn't be on MySpace. I couldn't really date. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just going home and, and imagine my life if I was dating Chris Brown or like Brian from B5 or whoever. And, you know, in that career, like one day I really want to write a novel or just turn one of my fan fictions into an actual novel because that's what Fifty Shades of Grey is. Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight fan fiction mm. and they got it published. And I mean, probably because they write too, but it's mm. like, people do this a lot. But I'm saying you need to do like a Netflix original series or movie. <laughs> and like, I don't know what it'll be. It'll be on some like um, Bye Bye Birdie. Like she went to date with. You yeah. You got it. I mean, just pull from like Black. like five heartbeats. Pull from all those Motown groups. Mm-hmm. So you just pull from. Yeah, like they gonna break up and they yeah. manage are kind of iffy. Might touch them and they have on tidy whities, but they, then they brothers, but one of them is a cousin, and then one of them go to jail. Like the little boy from Island's behavior. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. We have gonna you put seen Element of everybody, like Bro. you know, and the truth finally just came out that Carnell is a cousin. We already knew that Carnell from B Five was their cousin, but like now they really out with it <laughs> about the ages and everything. Like we knew Carnell was born in 1989, just like Patrick was, but they said 1990 and word up. It got to the point, like I'm talking about it because ain't nobody from B Five listening. If you are Brian, because I know you follow me on Twitter, hey boo, but you married, so it's like okay, yeah, Brian is married from B Five. I just really cried when I found about it, but anyway. I remember I met them in Indianapolis uh, when I was like 11. And one episode, one issue of Word Up said he was 10. One said he was 11. So I'm like, okay, well, you weren't 93 or 94. Let us know because you just tell <laughs> different magazines, know. different ages, and it's not okay. Because mm-hmm. they lying like Michael Jackson was. So, like, I went with my sister. She was like, okay, man, how old are you? And I'm like, okay, well, Dustin 17, Kelly 16, Patrick 14, Carnell 13, and then Brian's 11. 
And then Patrick was like, nah, Brian's 10. And I was just like, oh, okay. Because one magazine had said, and then <laughs> I was real shame. But Brian touched my hand twice that day, and you couldn't tell me nothing. I had like yeah, a new okay, rock and wear outfit. <laughs> but like me and Brian had moments. I met him like three, four times. So just like, I just hope my daughter, if they're, if boy bands even think, I just hope my daughter is like a fangirl because I would be out there with her. You know, I was watching the Breakfast Club interview with Smokey Robinson. And That's a fine old man. And he was saying, and they were like, you know, what happened to R&B groups? What happened to bands? And it's like, honestly, it's not profitable to be in a band. You got to split your money. You got to split the little bit of money we get from this 360 deal. Yeah, because New um, new Edition was coming, you know, off tour back to the project. Yeah. Getting lunch money. You know, you see what Pebbles did to TLC. It's really... It's really not, but just for the well, that's back when you could actually make money off of an album. So like now, if you you if individual artists are making a little bit of money off albums and really getting it from elsewhere, it's like how we gonna have to come together as five dudes or whatever, that's sing true. well, have good music, and then pursue separate projects and then come back and do more albums. It's just it's just like it's not even worth it. It's a shame because I like that music. That yeah, I feel like the culture needs it. I don't know if somebody just needs to take the L and just be a group <laughs> and just like you know what, I'm lose much money, but let's do it, y'all. Well, I think one way it could happen if they do a chance, go to chance route. They got to be independent. Yeah, and they just, chance is killing right now. And they just got to say, you know what, we really believe in ourselves as a brand. Mm-hmm. We'll we're gonna do everything we can to market our our music and, and do I'm these really shows. Trying to think. It's really and but even I guess still, um, what's his face, the last group, ooh. the Migos. <laughs> they got the, the, the bando money too so that, I feel like with trap artists they got like that backup money and I really I feel bad for Travis Porter because like I feel like Migos like annihilated Travis Porter Tra- like anybody who was in Atlanta between like 2011 no 2009 well I was saying like 2011 probably last year they, like two thousand beginning in two thousand twelve was when A Ladies came out and A Ladies was like the last bit. Uh, you know you fucking uh, hit uh, the bro code with like I remember the you party. Sure was too. I, I felt no, like I, I heard it off the mixtape in two thousand ten. Dog, no, but they were at our little freshman party handing out mixtapes. Well, they weren't. They they street no, team was. Listen, listen. I got two stories. Tell me. I know A Ladies came out in two thousand twelve because Pop Bellies had its first lavish ENT fly days, in in January two thousand twelve. And that was like our song. And then when it came on, my friend Nia had just walked in. We were like, hey, ladies. And then that was it. It was like swinging our hand here, broke hoes with it. And that was like the theme for the night. So that's how I know that came in 2012, freshman year. And and like I know <laughs> I know it came out in 2012. And then I got their, uh, I'm a different too, with like, um, what's the song that they fought over? All the way turned up on it. In uh, 2009, for ladies, for sisters only, and like the uh, remember they said that we're well, not really from it. Like, nah, I'm not. For sisters only, it's like a it's like a a, a woman's like a conference, not even a conference, like a almost like a car and bike show type deal. Okay, but just for ladies, so they would have like Trey songs and stuff there. Whoa. But they was handing out they like mixtapes, so we was lit. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put it in, I'm gonna listen to it. And I was like, oh, I don't return to, I know that. And then him, them and Roscoe Dash had that little beef or whatever. That was dumb, but whatever. And where's Roscoe Dash now? But hell, where's Travis Porter now? All right. But they had hit. They had that make it rain. Come on. Oh man. no no no, dog! No, like um, their mixtape, Music Money Magnums. Yeah no no no. That's My the last one. Last semester. That's the one. Year. They handed out at, at Volume One was the one they handed out when I was a freshman, fall two thousand and nine. They street team was out in front of our little like all AUC party, and mm-hmm. it was handed out, and I like took it. It oh, was yeah, like, twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when you still took mixtapes and, and like, you listen to them in the car. Cause yeah. my car didn't even have a CD player. Like that's how technology I, well, has gotten. I, I was a freshman, so I just listened to no, my CD, and I'm yeah, like, I'm just okay. saying, like you just things have gone so fast, yeah. like you really CDs are just obsolete, right? But obsolete. But yeah, that mixtape, what? Mm. Uh-uh. No, nah, that was uh-uh. get naked uh-uh. was no get naked was the other one. Oh, um, Waffle House. What was oh, the yeah. one? Uh, Hell, you talking about what? Oh. <laughs> Sauce biscuit. I love screaming man. Remember the video that they yeah. got it from? <sighs> Welcome on the Sauce biscuit. <laughs> Come on, because that be the title of the, top, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll come on, the sausage biscuit. We'll come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, hold up, like being from Atlanta, like in East Atlanta specifically, was lit. Because I feel like one of them went to MLK. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, we yeah, like it's kind of sad. Like music isn't what it used to. Be. It really not. Like, all you just need an Apple Music link or just like a SoundCloud or just it ain't. You're not rushing home to learn a dance routine. You see another music video, like. I know Sierra choreography for the past 12 years, and it's just like, 
ain't nobody trying to figure out Tanache's choreography right now. No. Like, these little girls no. ain't rushing home to see that. Nah, because they jujuing on the beat. They jujuing on that beat. You just need Instagram yo, to figure out. Yo. I heard that so many times this weekend. Yo, real quick. And like quick. they would mix it with the real Nucky Bucket. I'm just like, that's so disrespectful. Bro, my favorite meme at the moment, like I've seen it a thousand times, but I cry every time I see it. Is is from that scare straight? Oh, it's, it, it's the big gangster young this little dude who's crying, and it goes them. Juju on that beat, <laughs> and it's him. I'm a gat tone pistol coated. <laughs> like, that's and I feel like that's what society is. I feel I'm so glad that I'm not an undergrad anymore. Like if I was, and like they dropped that, and it's Juju on that beat, and like, my heart didn't skip to be thinking it's like time to stroll because not gonna be but right. I'm just I would be so mad. So in Atlanta, if you went to if you went to the AUC. When did Uber get big? Uber didn't get like big. Twenty fourteen. Like okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, or it's probably stopped before that. Long story short, if you were if you were a freshman in the AUC, probably like twenty eleven and down, like your freshman year was in twenty eleven. Um, you remember taking party shuttles? Oh, shuttle we, buses. Oh, we but, take them too. Yeah, and promo teams would rent these little these these jitneys bu- and stuff. These buses. And they would take all the freshmen, because you dumb little freshmen, you want to spend your little $10. You and, had no car. And you would go to the party, and and this dude tweeted out, he's like, yo, the AUC before Uber and Lyft had to be so different. I was like, bro, you don't know what it's like to- They take for, the Ubers to party For now. you and your man. That is disgusting. For you and your man to try to fight to get on a ladies-only party bus. Just to go mad. <laughs> on some like, hey, man, we said ladies-only. Man, we already on here, bro. And, and you fighting with, with women and- just remember that? Just being an HBC in 2011. You, it, it, but here's, I just want to tell you, like me and my roommate, shout out to Jarrell Muir. I, I probably see him at homecoming. We played no games. We would be on the first shuttle every time. Why? Because we were like, look, bro, I don't want to fight to get on this shuttle. So y'all be at the party at 930, basically. You we, be there with bro, all the frat yeah. dudes cleaning up, now, setting up Well, the it wasn't frats weren't hosting the parties. Promo teams were. Oh, okay, so the promo team party. Yeah, okay. yeah, So we outside waiting, but with here, here's the genius of it. So it's that first bus. It's kind of mixed with some, you know, the ugly girls, dude, lame dudes, you know, and me and, me and my roommate. So y'all weren't the lame dudes. We weren't y'all the lame dudes. Okay, we were just the we was, Y'all just early. We were just the smart, smart, cool dudes. Uh-huh, okay. And, and so we would go there, and they drop our bus off, and then, like, the next two or three buses after that would be ladies only. Mm-hmm. So then they started letting us in, and now we're in a party with a bunch of beautiful ladies and ain't that many men having a good time. <laughs> Y'all had it all figured out? We had it figured out. I feel like freshman year, we would always ride the shuttle there, and it would break down on the way back. Like, it never failed. Yo, I Every know a few people who had that experience, It would dog. break down. And, and I was always yeah. the dude who was on the shuttle right before it broke down. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just broke down. Dang. Man, I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> no, we, that would be, and then like second semester, my homegirl got a car, so we had to ride that shuttle no more. Mm. And then I remember our first party was um, the Alphas had blackout, and it was like shuttles on the set, nine thirty. You know, you was on time for stuff. You was there at ten, freshman year. Like, <laughs> oh you was yeah, at ten, yeah, at two. You used to spend your little ten dollars. One forty five. One. It wasn't extra for the shuttle. They charge no, no, no. extra. No, no, no. I'm saying like you remember, you, like back partying back in the day, you used to spend your little. You find somebody on campus to get a physical ticket. Get a physical ticket or, or a band. They, or they hand you a physical flyer. Yeah. And you gave mm-hmm. them your little $10, or they'd be like, I ain't got change. Come walk with me real quick. Yep, until the ATM right here <laughs> right, by, the, right. by the orange room. Right, yep. and then you, you get your little ticket, and you had to hold on to it and keep it before Couldn't you lost it. it. And people would always be like, hey, prices go up on Thursday, party on Saturday. Oh, no, my homeboy Evan, he would buy hella, he was such a finesse. Oh, no, he that was a- When the $5 tickets came out, he would buy 10 yep. or something like that. The day of, oh, I got a thirty dollars ticket. Who trying to get it? He yep. makes so much money doing Man. that. That in my math labs are like the biggest hustles of freshman year because that was the only way you could really make money without like going to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, we the shuttles and then okay, so the blackout. There was like oh shuttles on the set, so we outside waiting on the bus. Like okay, we can ride a shuttle. Yeah, these niggas pull up in their cars. We riding a, 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 a Mitsubishi Lancer <laughs> to the party. We like, we all squished. Because, you know, you didn't roll. Like, you, you rolled roll 5D. 5D at least. Because you're a freshman and these all your homegirls. No, we, we was like 10, 20 deep at all times. These were pretty girl squad. Meanwhile, it was like three of us left. But, like, we all pretty girl crew love. All, all freshman year. All in, the, all in the two-door Lancer just, like, squished. Hold on, like, girl. Hold on. Girl, sit on my lap. You the skinny one. Get on your... Yeah. Okay, dang. Okay, two well, of y'all gotta get in the front. This is too much. All right, then convers- how far is the club? What was the conversation with your big homegirl that had that had to have somebody sit on her lap? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, like, how do you like, politely do Tisha, that? Tisha, can we both, like, okay, you can't, you cannot <laughs> sit in the middle, girl, because you, no. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in your lap. No, I said I sit in the middle. I'm tired. Want... You cannot sit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it has to be done. You you know you the biggest one, so you gotta go on the bottom. Like I know this weekend we had to do that in the Uber because we just like look, we not buying an Uber Plus or whatever it's called. Mm. We gotta just get in the Uber. So mm. I know I'm on the yeah, bottom. That's I'm that the Jack, janky stuff over there. I get a, uh, uh, the big. It was already ordered. So okay, just okay, like, yeah, yeah, We just yeah. gotta. But you know what? Honestly, when it when like when you was dean up in the car back in the day, the big person rides in the shotgun. Like that's just protocol. True, true, true. And then true. like the smaller person gets on their lap, so they can kind of sit. You just lean the seat back a little bit. <laughs> it was it used to be a system. To okay, that. okay. So yeah, these niggas showed up in their cars. They were just like, okay, so we riding shuttle cars to the the party. Okay, and then when you they bossed up a ju- juice party, hold they on, I was about to tell you what that co- what that conversation was like in the frat house. Hey man, hey bro, we gotta get shuttles for these girls. All right, man, call the bus company, see how much they they want four hundred dollars and an extra two hundred dollar deposit. Oh, for that we could just. Okay, so you got a car, you got I got tr- a car. Don't you have a truck? Yeah, don't let somebody in the chapter have a truck. Like, oh, oh, you yeah. putting them girls in the back of that truck? Oh, <laughs> I was a truck, bro. Hey, hey, Rodney, we got um, we got this huge display. We need transported three miles. Uh, you know, like three miles. Are you busy? Well, I'm in class taking a midterm right now. All right, we'll see you in a little bit. Right. So if you can, no, no, can can your line brother get your car keys? Well, he ain't really on my shirt. Give him the car keys. Give him the car keys. He gonna meet you and be up here and get the keys. Like I know, like it was two alphas in the city who had a truck. You knew, like it was one ID bro with a truck. It was one BN bro with a truck. If you needed a couch move, you got a uh, dresser that you got to get out your. You know who to call because they got a truck. Like that's just <laughs> trucks are in college. It's only like five people with trucks in the whole. You city. was the MVP with a truck, bro. Right? Like, don't you have a truck? I need. Um, I need to be at my apartment by twelve. So can you like help? But uh, yeah, they bossed up for joking people. They had like school buses. Like we was rolling school buses. And then one party, me and my girls, because the buses were still running. Because you know the buses start running at ten. But you know freshman year, you on time for party. So we rolled the rattler, the, the venom, to the, to the party. Pulled up in front of the fairground. <laughs> On the city bus, <laughs> it was so funny. But we got a shuttle, a car shuttle, oh. back to back. He took us to McDonald's though. I don't know if Trey remember that, but shout out to Trey for taking us to McDonald's. <laughs> what was that right, car ride like? So y'all ladies enjoyed the party. No, I remember because I didn't know where we was going. He was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go to Lake Bradford." I'm like, "Where's Lake Bradford? That's not fancy." He's like, "We gonna go to Lake Bradford McDonald's." I'm like, "We was about like, girl, Trey taking us to McDonald's." <laughs> <laughs> That's what like frat dudes are like. Royalty was like, girl, you know they say we're not supposed to talk to frat boys because we freshmen. We we want to be greet. Like we can't talk to them. Yep. And the one that was talking was like, ooh, ooh, girl. And, like, the, and here, here come the Freddy, right? You see that little freshman over there. Right. They used to pray. They used to pray. And nobody really wanted to talk to me for real because it's just like, you know. That's my sister, Belle. And it's like I was on the little sister's own or like I was Monique's sister, so it was just like kind of right. didn't want to mess with did it. Did they it have just, some feelings towards Monique? Like, like they Either there's like a crush or just like she'll kill me. So it's just right, like right, right. I'm going to just leave you in the little sister. I'm hoping like this little girl will be my sister-in-law one day. <laughs> right. So there was that. Hey, put a uh, word in for me with Monique. To good times, out. man. Just feel like things unchanged. Uh, well, yeah. What else you want to talk about? I feel like we, we really got real rem- rem- reminiscing over here. I feel like we're going to... I might... I kind of want to chop this episode because mm-hmm. that was a good conversation. It was that was you know that last part was funny. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just we just gonna say we chopping it right here. We got part two coming at you. Okay. <laughs>